As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the Militia. A 10-2 run. Ended up bringing the orange within one with 17 seconds left. But Pitt, they'd hold off. The Cuse, after blowing a 20-point lead, uh, they won 84-82. to Syracuse drops to 8-5, and 1-1 in the ACC. You'll hear from us, and we'll hear from you and fan feedback. Um, mm. Got some football news. Quite a disappointment. I was disappointed, I was elated, and then I was disappointed. And that's the life of a Syracuse fan in, in, in a two-hour span. Uh, okay, let's we'll we'll get into the montage. We are going to do the montage. We are going to do fan feedback, and we will save a uh, Boston College preview and a Minnesota preview for probably next Monday, which is right, Joe. That's the plan? yeah. Because yeah. Sunday's Sunday's Christmas. Okay, all right. So uh, that's the plan. So. Uh, first, obviously, today is early signing day, and we've got some news there. Um, first, Matthew Bergeron, he's not going to play in the bowl game because he has declared for the draft. So um, I'm sure that comes as no, no surprise to most of us, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, little surprise it took that long, actually, and kind of slipped my mind, to be honest with you. So we, we talked about Vincent Carroll Jackson um what last week <laughs> as a verbal commit and uh no longer a verbal verbal commit joe uh it's ended up signing with nebraska so there's yeah. there's that right tony white's over there and a couple others oh lenora sellers so the lenora sellers situation joe it was a verbal commit obviously and now he's going to wait until when he's he's decided to make it a, a big to do about it because we've got a possible flip with him too, right? So yeah, okay. yeah. So I mean, that's really the one thing is that when you look at the the recruiting class as a whole, which is you know, which is why I mean I don't. I know, I know, I know. Okay, never mind that. But I mean, look, we had a bunch of transfers, yeah. some JUCO guys signed, stuff like that, um, graduate guys, and as far as you know, our recruiting class goes, it's really not ranked that high, um, and. 
when you look at the top two guys that we had, you're talking about Lenora Sellers. Um, and you're talking about Vincent Carroll Jackson. And <laughs> yes. Vincent, Vincent Carroll Jackson flipped to Nebraska, which, I mean, it's completely understandable. I get it. Um, but, yeah, there's there's rumor out there that Lenora Sellers, when it, it might be a chance that he might be getting flipped to South Carolina. South Carolina's been coming on pretty hard, and um, he, he signed his letter of intent, but he's not going to announce until Friday. So, obviously, we have that to uh, maybe look forward to, maybe not. Um, and then on top of that, too, um, you know, most of the people that we thought were going to sign, signed. On top of the fact that we got a... Um, we picked up a fifth-year graduate transfer um, punter from Missouri, and we also flipped a lineman, offensive lineman, um, from Northern Illinois to to our school. So we got a lot of offensive Travion, linemen. Travion Mack, right? Travion Mack, yeah. So, I mean, we, we bulked up our depth. We know we got a lot of guys coming back. You know, uh, the corner that left Deuce, you know, we filled him with Jaden Gould and, and Jaden Bellamy. Uh, they signed. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think that we fixed some of the areas where we thought we might, you know, worry. And, you know, we've just been beefing up on the um, the interior line on both the offensive and defensive side. So, you know, fingers crossed that, you know, we can keep Lenore Sellers. And obviously, you know, signing day isn't – the true signing day is until February. So there's still some things that need to be done and can be done uh, with our new uh, coordinators and things like that. So um, going to be interesting. But overall, um, you know, really not an overly exciting signing day, early signing day for us, especially considering that we might lose our top two recruits of the class as far as – who were verbally committed going into today. So, Yeah, not a great day. No. Unfortunately. No. <laughs> no. And I listened. I did listen to Dino's uh, presser. He had a presser. Okay. And, I didn't um, know that. I didn't know that. But anyway. Yeah, listen to that. I mean, it's 21 minutes long, so, you know, obviously there's some stuff in there, but, you know, there's obviously things that – our coach speak, um, but uh, the one thing that was asked, because I know that we, we hit on it last uh, episode, is somebody actually asked if Rocky Long was going to be coaching on the sidelines for the game, and uh, Babers came out and said that, it, that he's not going to be coaching, and it is going to be Nick Monroe doing the oh, play okay. calling for the bowl game. All right. Well, that was re- that was reported, so that's why I gave credit. Because right, right, right. Wrong. But I mean, I heard, I heard differently today, so I figured okay. I'd mention it. No, absolutely, yeah. So, well, I wonder where the hell they get their information from. Uh, okay, uh, everybody wants to be the first one on Twitter to break news. By the way, yeah. In case you didn't know, including plebes like true statement like us, you know. So, um, okay, let's get into the game last night versus Pitt. We are in in full fledged conference play now. And a couple of good opportunities at home. One was squandered away, to say the least, last night. But we'll talk about the good of it and the bad of it after we hear from Coach. I thought the last group played as hard as they could play and got us back in there. But you can't start the game out. Uh, We just had no effort from our forwards. And from the beginning, I mean, it's hard to watch. Um, I thought Q, Q64, he came in, he got six rebounds in 12 minutes. 
Benny and Chris got one rebound between the two of them in each in 12 minutes. You can't win that way. Um, it's hard. It's hard, really hard to watch that as a coach. And uh, they made a great effort to come back, but you just can't play defense. We did this against Cornell, and we did this against Georgetown. And, uh, you know, you just can't keep doing that. It's not going to – you're not going to be able to overcome that. And, uh, I th again, Malik rebounds. He's learning. He's got a lot to learn about everything we're doing. He's a freshman. In reality, our best lineup out there today was three freshmen, Joe uh, and Joe and Jesse. That was our best lineup. They played the hardest. It's not they're not necessarily the best talent, but they played the hardest. They went after balls, and we're just not doing that with Benny and Chris. They're just not playing hard. And I I've tried everything I know how to get them to play harder, and they're just not. So it was a good fight, good effort to come back, really good effort against a good team. That Pittsburgh's a good team. Uh, it was a really good effort to come back in this game. But you can't put yourself in those positions uh, like that. Questions? How do you feel about some of the late game execution? Everything was good until the last play, and they made a good play defensively, came in front, and uh, pass should have gone to the open guy, but we just didn't see it. Well, we've never had that. This is the first time I've seen it, and uh, it's hard when your two starting forwards just don't have the effort. There, I don't know what their game is or what they think it is, but there's not effort. And if you don't have effort, you can't play this game. So, what are some positives you can take away from today? What are some positives? Nothing. Just the. We played hard at the end, come back, but that's no good. What did you think of the crowd tonight? Fans are great. Our fans are great. They're trying. They did everything they could. Great effort. I don't know what to say. When you don't have effort out of a couple of players, you can't win. That's that's the bottom line. So you're talking about that lack of effort. We'll either get somebody in there that gives that effort or not. Do you feel more optimistic about use of your press, or do you no, feel no, not really? It's just a temporary thing. We're not a good pressing team. You saw what happened. Jesse's going to get in foul trouble back there, and then he's out of the game. So no, we don't want to do that. They, they helped us. They took some jump shots and did some things that helped us. That, that won't happen. We're not a pressing team. Coach, uh, can't play half court defense. Can't play half-court defense. Uh, so there was one common theme amongst every single uh, segment that was was put through there, and that was effort, okay? And I don't know if I've heard it mentioned that many times in a presser ever. I don't think it's been close. Mm. And we've talked about it plenty. We've been mm. talking about it with a number of teams. And, I mean, this team specifically has a little bit of lack of effort. So another slow yep. start. I just uh, don't understand it. I don't get it either. Benny, like coach said, Benny like, and Chris combined for one rebound. Syracuse was negative nine on the boards altogether. Um, I thought. But I mean, if you're not excited to play, then what? Then what are you doing? 
See, the thing is, is that you see flashes of, of like, so to me, and, and to put it, I guess the way I see it just as a pedestrian fan, it looks lazy. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do, which is shoot the ball. And then y'all are going to go get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right? So, you know, you've got the two of them, and they're both talented guys. I'm not going, I'm not questioning that. That's why they're still starting. The two of them combined for one rebound. Malik Brown had nine. And he yeah. was he was in there for 27 minutes, but Malik Brown made a difference again. Yeah. And coach talks about Malik still learning. And and, and to me, though, he seems to be pretty, doing pretty damn good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if he doesn't understand some things, then... Like, just keep him out there. Like, I don't yeah. understand why we're playing because around. Because he's obviously doing something, some other things better. I mean, if it's just effort, then that's really what it, where it comes from, right? I mean, I just don't... It got to a point where he said, I'm going to put in... And we haven't even seen Quidier Copeland play against non-conference teams. And all of a sudden, they throw him in. And to be, you know, to put that in perspective, because, you know, Malik Brown, he played 27 minutes. I think he played the whole second half. But to put into perspective, uh, Chris Bell, 13 minutes. Benny Williams, 13 minutes. Justin Taylor, 14 minutes. Quidier Copeland, 13 minutes. And Justin Taylor and Benny Williams and Chris Bell combined with 13 minutes and then 14 minutes respectively each had one combined rebound. Quidier Copeland came in and in 13 minutes had five rebounds. Five. Yeah, Coach said six, but he had five. And 10 points, two blocks, a steal. And five, four of those five rebounds were offensive rebounds. Right. That dude, you saw the excitement. He was excited to be out there. You saw the effort, and he was going after the ball no matter where he was. He was all over the court. All over. All, he was yeah. all over the court. You want to talk about effort, look at Quadir Copeland. Well, yeah, and I, even on top of that, he comes in, hits the jumper, right? He had a couple gets, good shots. Then yeah. gets an offensive rebound off of Malik Brown's second missed free, free throw, puts it back in. Pretty much negates the fact that Malik Brown just missed two free throws. Hit, His hit a three. three-pointer and got fouled, right? Like, I mean, if you're a fan of Syracuse, you're looking at this kid who comes in, hasn't even played against non-conference teams, and you're like, where has this kid been? Who is this guy, right? Like, am I, am I wrong? I mean, it's where has he been? If he's going to come in and play like that, then what are we doing? Same thing with Malik. It's the same thing. I mean, I get it that you're trying to, trying to get an offensive – team going but, and you know you want to get these shooters like, going I mean, but again, that's the point they're still scoring yeah, they, they're not they, even hitting shots they 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 hit 53% from the floor still and then well i mean two two point range sorry so but yeah i mean that's their game they did a fantastic job when they were doing that that's how you know there was a couple timely threes uh of course throughout there's always the game and there, and there always is but shooting 25% from the three and again we talked about how Syracuse has not been playing the three-ball game when they go down, except for yesterday. Last night, they they were doing that a little bit, a lot of it at one point, especially in the yes. first half. And it well, started and even in the beginning of the second. Yeah, and it started to, like, to smother them. That's how they got down, you know, 18, 20 points at, at, at one point in time. Probably not up to 18. It was probably like around the six. Seemed to be hovering around 16 to 12 for a while. And that yeah. was that was when you felt like, they were taking some really bad shots. And I think, you know, once they started doing what they were going to be doing, and like Coach said, uh, the best lineup he was talking about, you know, it's not the most talented. Um, Mintz, Joe, Brown, Copeland, and Edwards. Looked like the most talented it, to me. It, 
Well, you know, when you look at the box score and you were sitting, you were to ask me where the talent was and who should be the starting five, that's where I'm going. So I don't know um, what I don't know what I don't know how Coach is being so patient. First of all, I don't know what he's looking for out of Malik Brown to to determine whether or not he's a he's good to go to get some more minutes or start a game. So I'm not sure what. And he's the coach, so I don't know. And I'm not being a smartass. I'm being serious. I just don't, I don't know what the holdup is. Because it seems to me that, you know, even when Jesse was out, it wasn't terrible. They were playing good with those guys in there. You know, when he, when yep. he had that late foul trouble, um, and they, we had him in there. Yeah, there about and, seven minutes where he was in there, yeah. Yeah, and they still played good. They were chopping away at the lead. You know, that's kind of where it started. And then, you know, Jesse comes in, and obviously he's a big help. And I just don't know. I don't know what he what we have to lose, what, what anybody would have to lose by, by, just, by just putting those guys in to start the game and see how it goes. See what kind of flow you can get off, the, off, of, the, off of the first tip to start the game. What, like, what kind of energy can, can you get? What kind of effort can you get? You know, this falling behind and playing catch-up stuff, you heard Coach talk about the past couple games, we've had to play catch-up. You know, that's not going to work all year. Obviously, it's not. It almost worked, though, and we'll talk about that. But um, to play from behind like that is just catastrophic. But I will say this, though. I mean, you know, for these guys, there was a point in this game where I was like, there's 12 minutes left, and I'm gonna have to sit here and watch this. <laughs> me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, but then I then there was also was, something to me that said 12 minutes is a long time. 12 minutes is a long a time chance. to either come back or totally get your ass kicked. Yeah, it's one well, or the dude, other. There was a point where we were down on like 18, we got it to like 12 or 10 or something, and then they got it back up to 20, and then we came back and got it down to one. Yeah, and there was no quit. Okay. There was no quit, and I'm sorry, but I want the guys that are going to put the effort out there on, on the court. And even when you look at Ken Palm and you look at their, their rankings as far as adjusted offense and defense, as bad as some people have played. Why do you open with a 185 in his 12 minutes for offensive yeah. rating? But to look at their offense and to think that that's, you know he's kind of got those guys in there waiting for them to something to turn on, something to, to just trigger them to just go off and, and get it. Our offensive um, adjusted offensive um, rating is still 63rd. But the, in the meantime, while we've been doing this and we've been having these offensive guys in there trying to figure out their offensive game, our adjusted defense ranking has dropped to 111. So to me, it's clear, and we've talked about it before, that you need to worry about the effort and the guys that are going to help that defense in, in, in that ranking versus somebody else. I mean, we just gave up 84 points. I mean, we thought this game was going to be played in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, it's proven that even though what's you what you want to happen isn't happening, and we're still scoring enough to be in these games, you got to concentrate on the defense. You know, let's let's um, you know, coach says never had a lack of effort like this, and I mean, he's quite possibly right. But what usually happens is is he makes a change before now. Yeah, you, you but know, there's so, been so long to where we've only relied on six, seven, eight guys I know. max. I know. Uh, he says positives. He was asked if there was any positives to take the game away from the game. He says nothing. And you know, that's just 
that's that's coach speak too. It's him being upset. Of course, he liked the effort on on some, on the comeback, right? And I think we all were on the edge of our seats at one point. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't yeah. believe it. No, and, I, me either. And and you know, me I'm as I'm as we're one point down with 17 seconds left. I'm thinking to myself, man, if only we had a couple more free throws. We are in the driver's seat right now. Mm-hmm. Or Judah hits the dunk. I mean, yeah, the dunk was trying to try and be a little flashy, which is fine. Yeah. You know, nine times out of ten, point, he's gonna. They ended up getting a long it was rebound. It's a five point swing. Yeah, because it was a three at the other end. Was it? I'm almost positive it was. No, it, was it wasn't. It was a, a fast four. break. It was a fast break. It was a fast break. So yeah. I think they got yeah, like an alley oop or yeah, a there, layup or something. There like was that, a but. five point swing at one point, and I can't remember what it was. I think it was. Um, and there was a travel at the end. There was a tra- there was a travel and and they called the foul, but also, if you want to really get technical about it, if Judamins shoot that, okay, let's let's just let's do this. The pass to Edwards that was picked off, he had quite a, um, our. That was at the end. The pass to Edwards that was picked off was bad. That was a bad look. Yeah, he okay. didn't see the guy that he, was coming he over. He didn't, to help. but he was coming over. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so it gets picked off. Um, what is his name? Hinton, Hinson is fouled. Yeah. He hits one or two. They go up by two. Um, the sequence before no, he all hit that. Two or two. No. And then no. they went up three. No. No, he hit. He missed first. One. Oh, okay. I'm talking right, about yeah. the sequence right before the last. The last oh, okay. offensive yep, set. Yep, 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 yep. And then um, Judah comes down and he he launches up a shot. He had he had Quadir. Copeland cutting into the lane, wide open, yeah, wide open, and mm-hmm. he would have probably at least drawn a foul. Okay, yeah. I mean we don't know, right? If some buzzer cannon or Quadir could have went and drove. Yeah, but, yeah, you didn't have to pull up with that. He still had enough no, time. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, they had he had enough time for it, but at at the same time, he still wasn't allowed to land. And if that if that play, I think happens. Halfway into the game, I think that it's I think it's called a foul. I mean, and the defensive player was in his bubble, and I don't think the refs are going to decide the game on a whistle like that, or at least going into overtime. Right? Well, that was a three, so he'd have got three foul shots. His yep. time expired, so um, it's unfortunate that it happened like that. And like you said, the um, the the travel that ended up being called a foul. I mean, you can't fall with the ball. Last time I checked, you know, no. so. Um, just a just a, a lot of questionable things at the end of a game in a, in a game where you're 20 down and you come within two and you have a chance to tie it or win it at the very end and just all that those last three sequences is just like uh, but even there's there's a lot it's of sequences just hard to too over, where I know I know but I'm pointing to that one because that was the fi- that was it that was going to be the make or break and it ended up being a break but and I hate to point to one thing because like I said, you could just point to the foul shots. If you want to point to one thing, point to some of the foul shots. If they, if they shoot 80%, like they've been, they hit 20 foul shots instead of what they end up at. Well, I don't count Um, Willie Brown. 16. So they hit 80%. They're hitting 20. So there's four more points. I mean, I'm just, just for the sake of argument. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I I don't count Malik Brown's two misses because, we got an offensive rebound and put two right back in. So okay, that's fine. All right, that's fair. So, so you hit eighty percent, you tie. You at least in the gate one. You could have hit the first one, missed the second, and had it would have been a three point play. But 
Yeah, dude, there's a lot. Well, that's even getting, the, that's even getting the, down the rabbit hole. Now. Oh, I know. Even the first half, though, I mean, there was they were playing so much more aggressive than us. And there was, I thought, some calls that just weren't. We should have had a lot more. There was throws, an over the back. In my opinion. There was an over the back. No, yeah, there was definitely an over and a back. On, but, Je- I mean, on just, Jesse, they made up for it because yeah. I think someone shot a three. Who was it? Was it Joe shot a three and got fouled? Yeah. Yep, okay. they called that. So yep, it ended made up, up for that it. Was but a, there was still. Yeah, I but the know. problem was was that at some point they had like six or seven fouls calling them that we didn't have any. Any, yeah. That, that's how unaggressive we were playing, and <laughs> yeah. And then that's one way to look gets, at it, yeah. And then the problem is, is that when it gets to that, like, yeah, this team is playing super more aggressive than you, and you should be calling fouls, but you're looking at the foul discrepancy as a ref, and you're like, oh, it's six nothing. Like, I don't want to make it look like it's one sided. Like that type of stuff happens. And I thought that there were some plays and some some fouls that weren't called um, in that first half that could have could have kept it closer. But nonetheless, I mean, we put ourselves in a position to win that game, sure. and we squandered two two possessions in a row. Yeah, and you know what? We also put ourselves in a position to lose just lose the game anyway. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. I mean, it didn't know, even to, have to be that close. No, I mean, the, the whole fact of the matter. I mean, it was it was it was I was I was proud of that team and the way that they came back. I, I was too. I was too. Especially in. with Malik Brown. I mean, there's going to be those those fans that say, you know, they lost. Who cares? But to see the likes of Malik Brown and Quidir Copeland, who played minimally even in the non-conference against good opponents, to come in and them to play the minutes that they had and to see what they did, um, I mean, it, it, just, it made me proud. And I hope that he uses this momentum. And I hope that those guys are starting. I hope that that final team was is a starting lineup against Boston College. And the only way to motivate these guys, you know, he said he's tried everything. Well, try putting them on the bench. <laughs> yeah. You started them. Right. You, you continue to start them. Right. So yeah. and that's 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 my next option. That's, that's you know, he's, he hasn't tried everything if he's still starting them with no results. Yeah, it's 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 painful. It's tough to watch. Um, and I feel like the people who are out there giving it their all should be the ones out there. Proving themselves. And no, absolutely. That is not to say, like I said, and it's not a, it's not a knock. Or it, well, it is a knock. It is. So I'm not going to say it's not a knock, but it's an observation too. Is that it just seems lazy? Uh, I mean, let's see. Just just for instance, the thing here. Yeah. Uh, here's here's the thing. Chris Bell was. You know, we've seen Chris Bell hit. Okay, he was 0 for five from three. I mean, why is he taking? I mean, at some point you got to be like, okay, you know, this isn't going to work. Well, that's why I took him out. Yeah. So I mean, just things like that. You know. Um, you just got to recognize it earlier, really, yes. and that's and yeah. that's the thing is is that there's going to be different teams that have different types of. I mean, obviously Pittsburgh, they had full of. And transfers. by the way, my gosh, yeah, we talked well, about that. Nelly Cummings, they, Nelly Cummings, he's a pain in the ass. They no, shot forty percent from three. That whole three. thing was a pain in the ass, dude. Did you see that the whole Colgate team traveled to watch it too? Yeah, that's so oh, douchey, God. dude. Jeez, that I'm was dude, he had six threes last year against us when they beat us. Yeah, I know it's so. And then we have the Buffalo Bills on the sideline. Which yeah, we had JA there and Stefan Diggs. All of them, Gabe Davis. Yeah, Gabe Dawson, Davis was there. Dawson too. Knox and I think Isaiah McKenzie. Okay, but or maybe it was a running back. But um, yeah, those, those are my guys we, right I don't there, think Joe. We've those are my guys. Stop it! Stop it! Your guys just won a good game last Sunday <laughs> and Saturday. Chandler Jones, baby! Yeah, I was a proud. That was a proud moment. <laughs> it was did you see great. the meme I sent you? Yes, you did. You didn't respond. You never respond to my memes, bro. Sorry, busy guy. That's jeez, oh, I'm guy. crow. Uh, by the way, 
The the last comment, um, you know, besides Jesse getting in foul trouble, I thought the press was disrupting. Am I missing something? I mean, I understand. I didn't think it was terrible. I've seen a whole lot worse recently. No, it wasn't bad, especially considering the personnel. And that's the thing. And that's what I was going to allude to is that you have different teams that play different schemes, different matchups. So, I mean, we have guys. We've seen Justin I thought Taylor they were come good, in dude. and almost win a game, right? We've yeah. seen Chris Bell. We've seen these guys do things, but they just don't do it consistently. And it's against certain matchups and against certain teams and the way they play. Pittsburgh played aggressive, and they're an experienced team that knows how to play. And uh, some guys just didn't react to it as well as you like. And then there's other guys like Quittier Copeland. I mean, again, those guys, I mean, Malik Brown, I, I talked about him just doing the little things and the effort. And Quittier Copeland, I mean, this guy has not gotten playing time, but who's the guy you see on the bench cheering everybody on, getting everybody up? Him and John Bull right next to each other. I mean, Peter Carey, all those guys. Um, regardless of the lack of playing time that he's gotten, He's kept his his mindset and everything good, and you know he had a chance to go in down a lot of points and make a difference, and he did. And that I just that's not the last we've seen the Quidier Copeland. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, um, yeah, it was one of those things where um, you know if they pull the game off, you know, I know I know um, Justin Taylor did not, but if they pull the game off, it was similar to that effort because without the points, because what did he score like twenty five? I mean, he went off. We still lost, right? But we, yeah, came, but we St. Came John's, down. I believe. We can't. I thought it was Bryant because Mintz was out. Right? Oh, yep. Sorry, Bryant. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is the game that Mintz. Yep. Yep. And so you see a number of young guys stepping up on this wildly young team. You see all of these new faces, all these new names doing these big things. You know, because Joe's getting smothered, and you know Jesse's not always going to be on the court. He's been very he's been way better this year, but his conference play, baby, and it's going to get it's going to get tough for him to stay on the court mm-hmm. without being in foul trouble. And so you've got these young guys that can step up, that can do this. And I mean They have to. They have they have no choice. And the thing about it is for me is is that it's hard for me to call it right now because I see what could be, but at the same time, the results that I, I, I feel like we should be getting and we're not. You know, I feel like they should have handled that game way better. And, you know, you can put some of that on coach, I think, you know, to, like Joe said, to recognize it a little bit earlier. Uh, but, you know, he, they must be doing something in practice or something that shows him, you know, at some point or at any second now, one of these guys can go off. I mean, that's yeah. what he did with Cole Swider last year. We talked about that. He eventually got cooking and never yeah. stopped. Right? I mean, when I mean when the when the switch is flipped and you have the confidence, then it can happen just like that. You know, snap yeah. of a finger. But what, what was it? Joe didn't have any points until he hit those three free throws. By the way, at the end of the first half, right? Something like that. Yeah. So he ended up with with sixteen. And you, you know, like the broadcast. You had a great said. second half. Yeah, you, sometimes you just got to see it go in. Like, like that's the old saying, right? I mean, the broadcasters mentioned it. You know, so it's a confidence thing. You know, you see him go in, you're like, okay, I got this. You know, it just builds you up. If you, and if you shoot scared or you shoot nervous or whatever or unsure, and you, you know, you're, it's gonna show. So, anyways, yeah. all right, that's that. I hate Pitt. I hate Pitt. Mm-hmm. I hate Pitt, okay? Yeah. And we play him again, right? Don't we play them again? 
Oh, yeah. Twice every year, bud. Yeah. They're our rival. So, hold on a second, though. We don't. We don't. I thought we did too, Joe, but we don't. We don't play them twice this year. No way. And I had it highlighted as a two-timer, too. I think I probably automatically did that. No, we don't play them twice. Yes, we oh, do. Oh, yes, we, we do. I'm sorry. We do. And I have it I have it highlighted. My bad. Well, one says Pittsburgh and one says University of Pittsburgh at Qs.com. So, anyways, okay. It's because you're at Qs.com. So. Maybe. ESPN, okay. man. Yeah. So, all right. Well, this is the, my early schedule I print out. Okay. It's time to hear from you. from you the loud mouths from the loud house all right we're back it's time to hear from you at the end of every game i ask for your thoughts on that game who me you're if you want to leave them there joe you can leave them there anybody can leave them there i can't stop you all right i don't proof i haven't been proofreading these too much uh, I've just been we checking. All, to, I, I've just been checking to see if they're there, and they were there. So let's talk about them. Uh, I will say this before I get so, before I forget because it just entered my head. Um, no, I, I just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and everything. You know, have you know got Christmas coming up? And we're not going to be back before then. We miss holidays all the time because we just get focused and forget. So. Tis the season, and it's going to be cold as cold as cojones out. out here in the south this week. Possibility of snow, maybe. I don't know. Rumored. So we'll see. Be pretty cool. Hasn't been a white Christmas here in Virginia Beach since, gosh, I, I don't even know. There has been one, but it's been a long, long time. So anyway, with that said... Merry Christmas. Same. All right. Let's start with Twitter because Twitter's better than Facebook. It's my, <laughs> it's my rule. I might not even just, I just might not even go, I, yeah, I just might not even go to Facebook anymore. So um, I'm kidding. For, well, kind of. At Drew Cuse, if they played 40 minutes instead of 10, they probably win that one. Team hasn't come out ready to play once this season that I can remember. They're young and learning. Benny is in the doghouse again. Benny is in the doghouse. Chris Bell is in the doghouse. Um, yeah, it's not great. Oh, I see what I'm doing here. I'm screwing this all up. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not great. And yeah, they they didn't they didn't play a full forty. I can tell you. And you know, it's the same thing we've been talking about as far as the effort. Coach said effort like probably fifty times in that press conference. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the one thing that I didn't agree with, like we, like we said, was that he said that he's tried everything, and um, you know, like I, we just, I just the one thing, right? I disagree too. But, um, you still starting, Chris? You know, the people that you're talking about that's not playing defense or rebounding, or they're not quite getting it or coming out and playing with effort are still in your starting lineup. Right. So to me, like I said, uh, that 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 lineup last night that got us back in that game, they. They were in there to play. They were in there to win. They came back, and that, to me, should be the starting five come Boston College. Well, we got, what, 10 days? I don't know how much practice is going to happen in between then. So it's a tough – that's that's a hard call, don't you think? 
Like, I mean, how much practice? I know that they're probably going to come back early to practice, obviously, to get ready for Boston College. But how, you know, how much practice and and what does that look like come next week after the holiday break? And by the way, real quick, we heard Coach mention the fans in the montage, and they were loud when they wanted to be, by the way. And there weren't many of them there. No. When the kids are gone, we rely on the locals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nine o'clock on a Wednesday, that's a tough ask. Or Tuesday, yeah. that's a tough ask. Absolutely. So they did when they were wanting to be loud though, they'd be loud. They showed Josh Allen how loud they could be. That is faux show. My guy. J A. God stop it. Nadal. That was Derek Carr. D C. <laughs> I love some D C too. Nadal. You're on unmute yourself, buddy. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How you doing? What's up, Nadal? Not too much. I would have came yesterday, but that game was super late. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, like I said to Joe, I might have said earlier in the show, 12 minutes left. I'm tired. We're down by 20. I'm like, I cannot believe I have to watch this for another 12 minutes because I do a stupid podcast and I'm afraid and I'm, af- I'm afraid to miss anything. So uh, the condensed version just doesn't do it. And so oh, no, I, for sure. I forced myself to stay awake for that. And I'm glad I did, despite the loss. What'd you think? Uh, my, my wife went to go make me some Turkish coffee, which takes a little bit of watching. Um and she missed the entire comeback in that two minutes. Holy cow, that's yeah. that's brewing a that's brewing a pot right there because that took ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you kind of have to watch. You have to kind of watch it so it doesn't boil over. It's it's delicious, by the way. What? what, what all right, you got to tell me because I'm a I'm a me and Joe are both coffee guys. Ooh. She can explain to you. Oh my uh, goodness. Okay. Hi. Hello. How you doing, Mrs. Nadal? <laughs> Hi. So I was so funny because I'm only a Syracuse uh, basketball fan because of Nadal. (laughs) So, and I got really into it after like the past three years, which is really interesting. (laughs) But that's awesome. I'm really not missing it. You are the first. Uh, You are the first woman to ever be on the show. By the way, congratulations. Really? Yeah. I think so. (laughs) I'm so honored. Now I feel like I'm officially an orange. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to send the doll some swag if I haven't already. Yeah. Every That's time, what we should do. Every time we go to a game, we stop at that one store. I love that store. I talk Which to one? that guy, his whole family. Manny's? Uh, yeah. Okay. Shout out your daughter who's in journalism school. I remember our conversations. <laughs> oh, the guy from Manny's. The, yeah, the, he's yeah. so nice. Yeah. He's so nice. They're awesome there. They gave me a free shirt the last time I was there. Yeah, I did spend I did spend two hundred and fifty dollars though. I mean, so Dang, you know, right. there's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, d- right, explain so to explain to me the coffee. Yeah, I, you I got me on the edge say, of my okay. seat here. If you're a Turkish, co- I mean, sorry, if you're a coffee person, then definitely Turkish coffee. So the usual serving is basically if you've ever looked at, I don't know, this might be random, but a Turkish TV show. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty That's random. Very common for us Arabs, but the Turkish shows, and they have these little tiny cups. They're like maybe like two, three inches high, and they're like little circles. And so it's very small serving, super strong. It's black, and it's kind of grainy. So you have to get the Turkish coffee, like what's it called? The little pot. It's a pot. 
look oh, like it up. An, it's like, really... like a special, like an express, like like how Italians do espresso, kind of. Because uh, they have a special not pot, too. Like the press, yeah, not the press. Not like the French pat, press, but like literally like a, um, like a flask from chemistry class. A okay. flask oh, with a okay. handle. I got you. Yeah, but okay. it's made out of like metal. And then so you boil some water. Once it starts boiling, take it off of the fire. <laughs> Don't let it overflow. Add this coffee. And the coffee is like a powder. It's not... It's not grains. It's it's a powder. And I actually got um, a version like made specially. And I like went to the different marketplaces and got the cardamom, got the coffee beans, blah, blah, blah. It's all mixed. So it's a powder. You put some of that hmm. in there. You put a ton of sugar. You stir it really well. Put it back on the fire. And something about Turkish coffee, it like boils. It boils in a certain way from the outside in. And once it gets to the center, it boils over. So you got to take it off real quick and then you pour it. And then when you're done drinking it, you can kind of read your psychic, you know, like the tea leaves thing. Well, there's a Turkish coffee version. Of it. Oh, okay. Okay. In the cup. Yeah. So what, it, 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 you said it's strong. So what, what oh. time of night were y'all drinking this? I'm oh, just curious. Well, all right. I feel like I was like drinking this out of the loom. So okay. I literally, with me and the doll, we can drink this at any time and like fall asleep in the next minute. Oh, okay. But right. I will tell you from our engagement party, we had a bunch of our colleagues and friends and a lot of them are white or Arab. Um, and they and were up all they, night. You kept them up all night. Yo, the one guy ran five miles. <laughs> the one guy went for a five mile run. I was like, okay. Did he have clothes After on? Drinking. Yeah, I don't okay, know. Good. I wasn't there for the run. Okay. <laughs> but he told me the next morning. So that stuff is intense. It's really intense. And then they were drinking it out of the teacups, which are bigger. They didn't oh, know, boy. you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's what my buddy's Italian, and he his family does espresso, you know, after meals. Oh and stuff. my god, Lavazza! Lavazza is my favorite brand from I, Italy. I wasn't stuff. ready, and I thought I was about to have a heart attack. So. <laughs> so. I that that's what we live for is those coffee palpitations. <laughs> oh geez, okay, all right. Well, that's what I'm looking for. Then I'll be okay. <laughs> if I know oh that's what's god. supposed to happen, then I think I'll yes, be good. Okay. I want to no, make you guys some next time. I'll I'll bring you some somehow. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll get it there. All right. <laughs> all right. We will. We will. We should. We should all meet up at a tailgate. You bring the little thingy. And we'll we, make some. Yeah, yeah, I have a friend who has a portable stove thing for it. Jeez. He brings it to That's hardcore. So it's like a hobby. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's but awesome. Can you imagine? I was so mad because I like watching Syracuse um, now as like a newcomer, right? Like, so I don't have the clouding of like previous eras, winning eras and stuff. Like, I'm seeing these guys. It's pretty cool. And I'm like, I knew that they would come back. First of all, college basketball is so unpredictable at baseline. Um, but it's something true. about Syracuse, last year they were a first-half team. Second half, they could be up first half like 20 points. I'm like, Nadal, don't get excited. You know how they go the second half. <laughs> but this year, <laughs> true. oh, my God, I knew it. I knew it. I knew they were going to flip it. I heard the screaming. Oh, boy. So you heard the excitement, but you had to watch, you had to watch the was, Turkish coffee. I was so annoyed. Nadal would have paused it for himself. Like, oh, damn, Nadal. 
yeah, that, I'm really a fan, man. This is such a great atmosphere. It's so much fun. That's I went awesome. to Drexel, so I didn't experience college sports. So are you are y'all in Syracuse? No. So we live well, actually, surprise, surprise, we're moving to Houston. Oh, okay. Nadal just got a job there. That's but, awesome. Congrats. Um, Congrats, buddy. Yes. So where are you at so now? Really so we're in um, like Corning, New York. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Corning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corning okay. Glassworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's oh, off of 80. We're doctors. Nadal. <laughs> I said Nadal was like, you should make it clear. We're doctors. That's why we move around a lot. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, That's Nadal awesome. went to Syracuse for undergrad. Ah, so, you know, he's so uh, reminiscent. Yeah. Okay. All it's makes like, sense now. I've learned yeah. more about Nadal in the past five minutes through you than I ever knew. Everyone says that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, if I was you, I would brag so much. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, yo, that's why God knew I couldn't, I couldn't be you. <laughs> Everyone would know. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate it. And uh, oh, thanks absolutely. for being, thanks for being a fan. What's your name? Halima. Halima. Okay. All right. Well, it's yep. a pleasure meeting you. And you, you can absolutely. Yes, uh, you take care. We we love Nadal. Nadal's always got he's always got um intelligent Wait, no, things Nadal to say. Want to talk about the game? Wait, when you, I know his his remarks are always so like so intelligent, right? Yes, like, he, he's that. always got good things to say. Absolutely. That's how he Yeah. That's how we he, we got to know Nadal. He became a regular for fan feedback. Earlier, we're like Oh, I don't go on Facebook. I was like, Nadal, what are you gonna do? Isn't that your? Isn't that the way? <laughs> well, it's yeah. kind of a joke, but he could always join Twitter if he wanted to. I know. I told him. Yeah. Anyways, so. guys, thanks right. for having me. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Talk to you later. Am I am I coming back on? Now? Yeah, you can come back yeah. on. Do you want to talk? I call that up. So much I, love there. I don't. I have no idea, <laughs> dude. Good luck. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So what I what I did like about the game, if we're gonna talk about that, is that okay. he's actually he's actually going with, you know, he's going with um, Brown, instead of um, instead of Benny Williams and uh, Bell. Well, you think so? You, you think you think come Boston College, we're gonna see? First of all, and I look, I think it's a long shot we see Copeland. Now watch him show up. Start to start for Boston College, but I don't think it should be a long shot at all to see um, Malik Brown out there. I just don't. I just think he's proven himself. I, I really do. I think he's proven himself to the point where you know that should be he should be out there. Uh, he just, makes it. He makes it game. just look easy. He makes it look easy. He does the simple things really well. He rebounds. He always scores under the basket. It's all effortless for him. Whereas I just the natural ability of Benny Williams should come out and has not come out yet. Um, well, I think it's, I think like we were talking earlier, it's, well, like I said, uh, it just seems like he wants to do what he wants to do. And he just wants everybody else to do the tough stuff. Yeah. It seems I mean, lazy. It, yeah, that's the way no, it comes. Yeah. I don't think that's his intent, but that's how it comes off. Well, and to, uh, I mean, anybody that watches basketball that knows, I mean, you can see guys that are contributing. You know, you can see, I mean, Malik Brown, there's a lot of things that he does that doesn't even show up in the box score. Little tip passes here, defensive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's you can see who's actually contributing to the game. And then there's sometimes, I mean, like I said, minus a couple of games with Chris Bell, I mean, he just kind of disappears if he's not making shots. And, and there's players that just disappear 
or mm-hmm. like with Benny because there's a microscope on him because everyone's expecting so much from him that if he doesn't do well, then that's what you see. And, um, you know, with Malik Brown, especially in Copeland last last night, I mean, you could see that they were making an impact on that game. Oh, yeah. Whether, there whether it hit the box score or not. Yeah, no, definitely. And it did. It did for it did for him. But his energy was just noticeable, the way he was diving after everything and yelling and yep. screaming. Yeah. It's the same energy that yeah. he has on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and by the way, the effort for the for that putback, it wasn't if it went in, it wouldn't have counted. But to just to at least get down there and give it a go. And throw right. your body he threw himself on the floor afterwards, by the way. So he didn't you know to to the the reckless abandon is definitely um admired by fans, right? I mean, Judah Mintz, how many count the next time you see him play, the next game, count how many times he's pick he's getting picked up off the floor. That makes me nervous, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, did you see him? He was holding his hand, his off shooting hand last night a little bit for a little while. I know. Um, yeah, after I one him. of his falls. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, he's got to fall at least 10, 12 times a game. Yeah. So, anyways, we will see. But I don't, I'm not overly optimistic about it. And it's mostly because of the break. I just don't know what it looks like after the break. So. So he, he said they do have six days of practice in that press conference, by the way. Oh, so. he, oh okay. I know that he said they were coming back early. Yeah. So, so six, six days, days of practice. That's a lot. That, yeah, that's yeah. not bad. That is. No, it's good. It's good. So They got to figure it out, man. They got the pieces. They got the players. We've seen you know, guys have good games. I mean, it's basically inconsistency, but you know, he's got to be better at, at making the right moves and getting people out of there when, when they're not. They're just not in the game. Not right. putting in effort, you know. We, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Uh, it, you got to go back towards the defense, to me personally, because um, if these guys aren't scoring, these guys aren't shooting. Chris Bell, oh five in the three point line. You got to go with the guys that are going to get the rebounds and yeah, going to help with defense and, and throw the effort out there, man. My line, my line, is oh oh for three. That's my line. That's when, okay, and that's enough. You know. Especially for a freshman. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Nadal. We appreciate you, buddy. That was the, that was probably one of the day. more entertaining calls, unless <laughs> Tony gets on here and starts talking about genitalia or something like that. Oh boy, no, <laughs> so. we don't need to go that route, <laughs> Tony. Not, not from us. We why, we would both have really good stories about that, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, hey, but we appreciate you, buddy. Really do, man. We, we appreciate you guys too. Thanks Thank you. Right, Take care. All right, buddy. Um, that was great. I don't know what else to say about that. I'm going to try nice. Turkish coffee though, and I'm in the green room. It says Anthony googled it. Twenty five milligrams of caffeine per ounce. So basically a pre gym uh, or a, basically a gym pre workout drink. Yeah, I would <clears> try <throat> it. Like I said, the real espresso from the Italians is the strongest stuff I ever had. And that oh, stuff yeah. was brutal. I mean, I'm just saying but now, everything's in moderation, right? That story scared me, though. <laughs> well, if if you're waiting for the palpitations, if that's like what that's like what you like, you're that's your point of drinking it. Like, hell yeah, let's let's get the palpitations going. Then maybe, I mean, if if I could, dig, I was I could just dig more that. worried about the five mile run thing. <laughs> I'm not running with my heart's beating that fast already. I can tell you that much right now. No, but that's what it makes you want to do. So yeah. you know, us, yeah. Us, us white guys are great at moderation, so you know it's 
just one of those things. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> it's, you know, it makes sense. They probably were drinking them for full coffee cups. I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, because well, I would have been the idiot out d- there running five miles. Don't Oops. know any difference. Yeah. Mm, no. Um, all right, so. let's continue. Let's continue, shall we? Yes, we shall. Okay. At the at Saltine Warrior Four, I feel like I'm watching replays of former games. It's the same crap. Um, it's the same crap, man. No fundamentals, no effort until they absolutely need to. No boxing out. Um, free throw and foul differential, thanks to uh, soft refs, ends up being the difference. I mean, yeah, you could point to the. I mean, you could point to a lot of things, and that's the problem. Uh, frustration it. because we know the talent is there, and you know I agree. But the the problem is, is if you can point to several different things, which one was the one that did it? You know, if you know, if, you could point if, to just Pittsburgh having a really good shooting night. Because I'll, yeah. I'll be the fact that they did have some open ones. They made some they made tough ones, ones as well, and, and they they had some they had some, you know, some stop and pops too, and they just they were on fire and they were on fire yeah. early, and it didn't last long. At one point, they were shooting at a higher clip than than forty percent, but forty percent way higher. Forty percent is brutal when you're thir- when you're shooting thirty two of them, you know. So, uh Syracuse is the second half team, I guess. Yeah, like, no, yeah. that's what it looks like that's this year. Yeah, unless so, they change something up early. Uh, they ought to be a first and second half team and get some people out on the <laughs> no. floor with some damn energy to start the game and stop no. screwing around. Uh, all right, let's see. Where shall we go, Joe? Uh, I don't know. All right, You're let's reading see. it. Let's see. I know. I'm. I'm. I, I look for some meat, though. I look for some meat. Let's start. And my mouse is still jacked up too, by the way. So let's go. Oh, I gotta do this one. I gotta do this one because this is the age-old question now. It's becoming, it's oh, becoming God, the age-old question. Uh, okay. At oil cues, are we good again? Because we looked like shit, then looked awesome. Just, I mean, it's know. like putting together a game, right? Yeah. Like putting together a full game, it just seems to be tough for us. Yeah, tough to say the least. And also, I don't think we're bad. No. But are we good again? I don't know. I still don't know. After Pitt, <laughs> I said I'd give you my answer after Pitt. And I got to say, if I had to give an answer right now, I'd say no. I'd say that he's got a lot of work to do still. And yeah, but I mean, it's still so early in the season where you don't you know. You say what, that, but we're approaching halfway. I mean, I'm saying that compared to I'm ta- what I'm talking about is the opponent. Yeah, well, okay. What I'm talking about is the fact that you don't know how good Pittsburgh is, right? Um, sucks to get a home loss, and you know, honestly, like I said, it's just I hate the fact that we play these games at home when the fans aren't there. Are the fans going to be back for BC? I don't think so. Um. No, as as no, students. I don't think so. The students won't be back because it's after New Year's, right? When they come back, yeah, yeah. So you got to rely on the the yeah. the uh, the locals, and right, yeah, you know, the locals have been loud, but it's just an overall it, tough draw. It's a tough draw, yeah. But I mean, what else are you gonna do? You know, I mean, schedule it for seven. You got to schedule something ACC at this time of the year. Is my 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 point? That's what I'm saying. What are, what are you gonna? Who do you schedule ACC wise? I mean, is there a good option? 
Georgia away games. <laughs> yeah, away games. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. All right, touche. I mean, um, I'm just saying. I mean, you'd have more. You'd have more local fans if it was seven. Absolutely, the time is a big thing. Yeah. Right, and yeah. then you could always try to try to hope for some away games there. Exactly, I would agree. Which I'm sure. By the time that we play Virginia, the students will be back for Virginia to have a full crowd. Of course they will. Yeah. And they'll be raucous as hell, too, because mm-hmm. they're, are they still in the top five, top three? I don't know, but I do know that, that, that this game really just made the Boston College game a must win, really, when you look at it. When you have, saw the momentum that we had, you know, when you see Virginia and send that gauntlet with Virginia Tech, it's looking really good. Um, when you look at our schedule, yeah, we're eight and five. We go eight and six against Boston College. I, I mean, you're looking at a situation where, well, what at Louisville? So we got Louisville, right? So that's the other one. We need to get the next two. Um, we need to get the next two because the next four are not easy. D- David says we are good again, right there. So, just saying, we're not bad. We're not bad, but I don't think we're good again. What constitutes as good? Right. As Boston College is beating Virginia Tech right now. Great. <clears throat> Whatever. <laughs> no, didn't Notre Dame beat... Um, they beat somebody right yeah. before we played them. Someone big. Uh, Michigan State. Yeah. Right? Michigan yeah. State was ranked 20th at the time. And they, Every they team blew messes them out. up different. Yeah, they blew them out. They absolutely did, too. So, And that's what we got to hope for is the matchup difference. Okay, Because Syracuse has the length. And when they when they have the right guys in there, that zone and that zone is active. They are creating turnovers. So um, Judah five steals last night, you know, and yeah. you know they they're they're trying too a whole lot more than that. Obviously, you're not getting them all, but I'm just saying that when they're active in with the length of it, they it looks good. So matchup issues, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. And yeah. you know, when are we gonna play a team that can't hit threes? Um, well, it's all anybody does now. It's the game, so. Wow. That's so, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, let's go <laughs> to, let's go to the Book of Faces here. Uh, and our buddy, Zach, I'm going to hit the right button. Our buddy, Zach, on Facebook. Judah is by far our best athletically gifted player, but he shows his true freshman form in these absolutely crucial moments at crunch time. I would have much rather seen Gerard run it down and take that shot. I was ready to go to bed. Now adrenaline is through the roof. This was last night. Uh, maybe he had Turkish coffee. Maybe he was yeah. just high on orange. Uh, either way, great rally back, but man, it hurts even worse now. Yeah, look, by at the end of that game, I was wound up. I was freaking tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? You're like, I didn't get oh, to bed until 12.15. I was, yeah. was 1230. Yeah, I was twelve thirty. Was the last time I looked at the clock was twelve thirty, and I got up at five. It could have been twelve thirty easy for me too. I don't know. It sucks. So, yeah, but I totally get it. You know, I think, in it's easy to say that now, but if he sees Copeland cutting through, then it's no question. (laughs) Or if he just takes it himself, right? Or he goes through. Yeah, tries to draw the foul himself. Yeah, I mean that was the one. He was going for the win. He was going for the. Yeah, yeah. he was, but it was obvious that that team wasn't going to let us. You know, do our offense through Jesse. Um, you know, obviously why he didn't get the double-double. That because he followed out. But we knew that they showed they weren't going to allow that to happen. So 
we come back playing the way that we played just to down one with 17 seconds, call play to get it down to Jesse. And then, you know, we just hug up a three. Like, we should have been taking it to the, to the rack both times. Yeah, because... That's what we were doing. Yeah, yeah that's what we were doing. That's been our bread and butter that's all our team. year. That's, that's what's worked. our team. Until yeah. something else changes or other players become consistent, then we got to play an effort, ugly, kind of dirty game. You know, you run your offense through Joe and Judah Grimey, and Jesse. a lot of whistles. Just, yep. you know, you had... You've been getting people in foul trouble just about every uh-huh. game. You had you had uh, one foul out. You had Hinson with four. You had Cummings with four. You know you're right there on the verge of taking out three big time uh, starters. Uh, Federico Federico was out with five, and mm-hmm. you know you're right there on the verge. You got to take it. Well, you with the bloods in the water at that point. You just got to go after them. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's just too many times that we just rely. Just we just didn't rely but we more or less just settled for threes and that's just not our game right now obviously yeah. and they, if it's and, not joe yeah. gerard and or judah was the top of the- judah started the game by doing that he was one of the ones i was talking yeah. about mm-hmm. so oh, yeah i think he was over um he was over th- at least three at one point he ended up two for six but he was over if you're running start. plays for a guy that's not making shots it's a freshman that's not rebounding and playing defense yeah um all right let's do uh maybe a couple more here top fan michael that's facebook michael what happened to all the man-to-man we were supposed to see this year? These wide-open threes have to stop. It's been a decade since this was recognized out as our kryptonite. Uh, Brown and Taylor need more minutes. Where was Bull tonight? Admire the comeback at the end, though. Well, the, the man-to-man thing, I don't think any of... I didn't expect it to stick, but I expected it to last longer than it did. Um, and we talked a lot last year. Well, why don't they do man? Why don't they do? Well, they're not athletic enough. Well, I feel like they are athletic now, but I don't know, Joe. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I don't mind the press. I don't mind the press with the with the with the, with the team that they had out there. Yeah. I mean, maybe you switch out with Samir and Joe for a little while. We'll go back and forth. Get a little athleticism out there, but I mean, don't don't get it twisted. That that press and speeding them up, um, whether they scored or not, they went faster than what they wanted to, and it left more time on the clock. And they did have 16 turnovers to our nine. So, yeah, we were out-rebounded. But, By you know, nine. forcing them to speed up definitely, definitely without a doubt caused more turnovers and definitely was part of the reason why we got back in the game. No and, doubt about it. And, it's what, and, you know, to Coach's point, to be fair, that's what caused – Foul trouble for Jesse. He's left down there all by himself. Well, you know so what? You, you got to put, put in Hema. Put in Hema. Change it up. Yeah, put in Hema for the press. Get them. Give. Let them give the fouls. I mean, you got so many guys. You you think these guys can do this, but they they haven't shown it. And then you have these other guys where you say, oh, they just they're not there yet. But when they go in the game, they play better than the other guys you think are supposed to be starting. So obviously, you got a whole group of people that you that can play. So just. D- do something. <laughs> just make changes. Make bold, just changes all the way around. You want to motivate somebody? Don't talk about them in a press conference and then start them the next game. Chain. Don't. Don't start them. Put in the guys that are doing what, what you want them to do. Yeah. And you know, uh, Jesse's in there. He says uh, the lineup at the end was uh, Mince, Joe Brown, Copeland, and Edwards. So. Um. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. You want to win? You know, something's gonna have to 
change. It's time. What 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 better time than now? I don't know. What else to I'm say. just saying, like you have guys that obviously they're excited to be in the game. They want to be in the game. They're showing you that they want. Well, to they're be trying in the game. to prove themselves, and they are they are out there trying to take that spot, and they know it's probably right there at their fingertips. So yeah, there's a lot of motivation there too. And yeah, Quadier hasn't even barely played. Like I said, barely yeah, I played, but he's been the consummate teammate. On the you look at the damn the bench, and it's him, John Bull, those guys all the time, cheering up, positive. They're not on the the bench all pissed off because they're not playing. And now this dude comes in, barely played against the non-conference, down 20, and he does this? Like, I'm sorry. Like, you have to do something. I mean, the energy, just everything that he brought to that whole game. I mean, 13 minutes, you have four offensive rebounds, 10 points? Yeah. Why is this guy on the bench? I agree. You didn't didn't tell me nothing. You asking me? He's 6'4", and he's he's rebounding better than Benny. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did a good job. We did a great job. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it for us. So the plan is to be back here, by the way, on when, Joe? Monday. Why do I well, keep Monday forgetting? Monday or Tuesday? Monday. Let's do Monday. And no, I mean, whatever's better for us, you know. All right. Okay. okay. Oh, boy. Joe might have something going on Monday. That means he's got plans. Oh, yes. That means... That means oh, yeah. I don't know, realistically. It's, it's what I, you know, that's what it is. So, oh, and look, gosh. we know what we're gonna have more stuff with signing day. Obviously, we know um, Lenora Sellers is either gonna choose uh, Syracuse or South Carolina on Friday. And what are we doing? The bowl preview, bowl preview, Minnesota preview, Boston College preview, Boston College preview, bowl game preview. Well, let's, that's gonna let's... be Monday. Let's hear what Tony has to say real quick before we sign off. Tony, unmute yourself or forever hold yourself. Hey, boys. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Did Hanukkah start today? Uh, started, I think, yesterday, the day before. Okay. Fair enough. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, I, just, I just wanted to chime in quick about, like, getting fans of the Dome and the attendance. And I know I mentioned it in the past. Like, the key is, like, get kids into that place. And I don't know if you guys saw or heard about the women's game yesterday. They played it at 10.30 in the morning. It was like school day, and they bust kids to the Dome. There were 7,300 kids there, and it was like the loudest I've heard the Dome for any game in a while. Like, wow. The place was electric. Like, there's videos of it on Twitter. Like, it was nuts. Huh. Like, and I'm not saying to have the men play at 10.30 in the morning, but, like, take advantage <laughs> of that, man. Make the tickets cheaper for kids. Bust them in. Like, what are we doing? Because... The crowd is just make them cheaper for the holidays. That too. This is always don't, been a problem. Don't play Every at nine o'clock. Don't play at nine o'clock. Every single time the students are gone, our attendance yeah. sucks. Don't. The nine o'clock thing. That unfortunately, that's we're just a slave to TV rights now. Like yeah, ESPN, ACC Network. Like all right, we need to fill this slot. We're putting this game in. Like I agree, it's it's asinine for an East Coast team to tip off at nine o'clock at night on a weekday, but. Unfortunately, I don't think we have much control over that. Yeah, well, no, I mean, we it's don't. stupid. They probably have some kind of control over it. They had to have something. Uh-huh. They might be able to, like, okay, like, these are the three games we suggest you putting in, and Pitt got slotted that way. I think they were, they've were they been a 9 o'clock game a couple times now the last few years, I think. Yeah, we, yeah. 
This is the first one this year, but yeah, they 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 have been. We've gotten a couple nasty ones. It's just a total pain. I didn't get to watch the game. I had to do a four a.m. Buffalo run. Like I had to just catch up on Twitter. And- Let's go Buffalo! Stop Buffalo. it right now! <laughs> Buffalo Militia Podcast coming to you. Tony. Oh God! I, one of the places I stopped, I gave you a Let's Go Buffalo, and I just said okay, and like he just walked away downtrodden. I was like, oh man, I messed <laughs> up. That's my bad. Dude, you have to remind them that there's a curse. And it's just not going to happen. They'll be okay. It's happening. I think they'll take it, man. I want to see it. I want the anarchy. It's not going to happen. I'll drive out there for the celebration. You guys. <laughs> if if it does happen, Joe and I are doing a doing a a a, a, a Buffalo Bills post game Super Bowl win show. No, I'm not. Yes, we are, Joe. No, I'm not. Commit, commit. I'll commit to a. How about a, we'll commit to a post game. Super Bowl, regardless of who's in it. No. Why? Because I don't. Because I might not super be down. Biased, I might not care. Biased. I might not care. Oh, so it's just about you, okay? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm the one with all the equipment over here. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But getting back to like the attendance. Thing, oh yeah, back to the attendance. Sorry, Sorry about that. Go we ahead. go off on tangents. So. No, it's all good. They got to find a better, like, happy medium with, like, ticket prices. Because, like, even now you go on the secondary sites, and, like, Boston College, the cheapest ticket is, like, 35 40 bucks. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, do we not want to, like, pack the place? And I make the tickets cheaper, and I figure you make money on the back end with concessions. Especially, again, if you pack it full of kids, like I said, like... Dude, you can't take a kid to any sporting event and not buy them a ton of stuff. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. They want a pretzel. They want pizza. They want Foam a fingers. Yeah, you're spending 40, 50 bucks right there on one kid. Like, are you really going to just penny pinch on ticket prices and not get more people in there and then just have a lame atmosphere? Like, dude, in that place, it doesn't have at least 20, 22,000. It's just so cavernous and empty and quiet. Like, it drives me nuts. Yeah, well, the thing yeah. is, is when it, when it, it could be, they could be, they could have a crowd in there that could blow the top off, or you could literally hear a pin drop. Yeah. You know, and I it would, could, with the same crowd, it's, it's frustrating. I'll, I'll text you guys the video too of those like 7,300 kids, and like, dude, it was crazy. You're just like, just having people that are energetic and into it makes such a difference, and it, it just rises the level of all the other fans too. Well, yeah, and in there, and of course, that's probably the first time some of those kids have been to a sporting event like that, or maybe they don't go often enough, and it's exciting. You're supposed to be at school, and instead you're at a yeah. basketball game. No, so my my wife's twelve year old sister was there, and she's texting me the whole time, and she's like, "I'm at the SU game. This is cool. Number two, blah blah blah." And then I'm like, "Oh yeah, she's the point guard." And she's like, "Oh, what's a point guard?" And I'm like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" I'm like, "It's oh, here we go. Ball off the court." I'm like, "I failed you." You, well, it's she probably used to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Damn. Oh, hey, I gotta take him. He's I gotta, quick with it. I gotta take him when I can get him. Hey, I, I love it. Good shit. Or good stuff. <laughs> we could we could swear now. I got tired of editing. <laughs> the the thing was, you know, six years ago, my son and his friends were eleven nine. Nine and ten. So that was that was kind of the deal. And they're older now and you know, fifteen, sixteen years old, so it's a little different. Yeah, because so, they listen ran- I know they're gonna hear it, but I don't want it to come from me. Dude, kids these days when they're so nine. 
Second base is like backdoor stuff to them now. Oh, stop. Okay. All right, Tony, it's been it's been great. We love you. Okay. We we love you. Be careful. Stay safe on the roads. All right. Next time someone gives you a little let's go Buffalo, give them some love Tony, back, will you? No, don't. Do not. Remind them that there's a Buffalo curse. That's what you need to do. Dude, the whole reason I have a kid now is because I stopped doing backdoor stuff. Oh, my gosh. All right. There we are. All right, Tony. I love you. You <laughs> super fan. Tony is, by the way, the uh, the captain of the green room, and we love him. <laughs> but, but he's, but he's, you know, sometimes he overstays his welcome, and this is one of those I'm times. So tired. I'm, I, I gotta wake up at four to go back out to Buffalo. I'm gonna play my favorite game, porn and melatonin. Oh gosh, there he is. Okay, oh. all right. <laughs> oh, he was asking for it at the end there. <laughs> He, he, I don't think he thought I was going to do it. So, um, all right. Where are we? Where are we with this Christmas music? Oh, I played the Christmas music under Tony the whole time, too, during that during that, that monstrosity. So, look. That's He's right, gonna, though. That's, uh, w- yes, I know. I get it. There's all kinds of ways to do it. There absolutely is. And, um, you know, it's just a weird time to play. Why are the ladies playing at 10 o'clock in the morning? Ask yourself that first. Okay? I'm just... I'm curious. Don't know. Okay. It's not tournament time. Guessing you know it's the scheduling. Could do, a, could do a whole lot better for those ladies, too, if you really wanted to think about it. And you really, if they really cared, they would. They would change things for them, too. You know? So, anyways. All right. That, this time, really, is going to do it for us. Yes, we appreciate all of you for joining us. We will see you next time here on the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. Monday, Tuesday, something like that. Whenever Joe can get here because he's got his... Check his schedule. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.